going? No, man, you got the right classroom. Come on in, take a seat beside me, my friend. Hey, look, here come T.A. Charlie. Let's see what he got to say. I feel sorry for y'all today. Morning, you're watching The Road to Concord with Professor Joe Bakanovic. Homeroom is on Rumble. You just go to Rumble and you search channels for The Road to Concord. It's one word. When you find it, go ahead and click follow. It might mean you got to set up an account, but it's fast, it's easy, it's free. I did it. You can do it. For those technologically challenged members of the class, you can also catch us on Facebook, at least for the time being. Twitch and TwitX and not YouTube because the professor got us banned for a week. Uh, then you can catch a podcast after the show. It's uploaded to Podbean, iHeartRadio, and Spotify, and, well, would have been the bit shoot if we had YouTube, but we don't. So, anyway, <clears throat> look for The Road to Concord. You can go to the blog page. That's theroadtoconcord.com. That's where you'll find all your show notes, study notes, and handouts for the class, and you must watch the video on there. Oh, my gosh. Uh, finally, you can email a professor at joe at theroadtoconcord.com. He's... I think you're caught up. I answered that one this morning, so I think we're caught, we're caught up. up then. Uh, phones are on today, but uh, only for registered numbers. If you wish to call in and a regular classmate, you may request phone access through an email, and I'll think about it. If you find our classes helpful, please click the thumbs up, like, subscribe, and share it with those you think could benefit from it. Just warn them, Joe. What is Joe? Joe. Jerk. Joe's an apocalyptic jerk. Uh, this show is listener-sponsored, meaning we do not solicit business advertising, uh, so we're not limited in the content we provide. You'll find that out today. Uh, with what, with, with, with <clears throat> saying that, we ask for your participation on a value-for-value value basis. If you find our show of value to you, then you provide an equivalent portion of your labor and treasure through the donut link. And by the way, we are donated today, but it's not doing any good. Uh, that's how bad the show is going to be. <clears throat> anyway, the note donut link is on the Road to Concord blog page. It'll be in the show description on Rumble and in the comments on the other streams. And thank you to <laughs> all of you that do support this show. Hey, we all know T.A. Charlie isn't all there. Now, just stay seated and give it a chance. You soon realize we not might be the smartest. But we each independently form opinions based on reason and logic. We're free thinkers. Let's see what the road to Concord with Professor Joe Bakanovic has on the lesson plan for today. Good morning. It's Conspiracy Theory Thursday, and I was going to talk to you about a conspiracy theory to destroy the American family. Eh, I'm sort of kind of there today, but I went in a different direction. This will destroy the American family. All right. This will destroy everybody. Look, most shows like to do things like what I'm about to say to you, and it's just meant to be a teaser. It's meant to do the opposite of what they tell you to do. I'm giving you a warning right now. If you are faint of heart, if you're easily upset, if you're easily disturbed by things, do not watch this show. No. Especially if you've been watching our shows for a while. If you, yeah. You put these fireflies together. And and if you are one of the ones, or if you know somebody who has had the, the vaccinations for COVID-19 and you're easily worried about, definitely do not watch do not this watch show. This. And I'm not kidding. I'd rather only have five or six of you watching today. As long as you are, 
emotionally and intellectually prepared for what I'm going to show you. This answered a lot of questions. It tied things together. And I had Charlie watch part of the video that I put up in your homework and I don't target it, didn't Charlie? Yeah. So we're donated today, by the way. Yeah. It ain't working. No, I'm triple donated. Look, I'm even wearing my Dr. Evil costume, and Dr. Evil said, no, 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 I cannot show up today. Mr. Bakadovic, no, you're go- scared to show up today. Yes, no, you, you, you're going to expose Hydra. I know can be part of this. So he, he's like the Hulk. He said, like, nope, ain't showing up today. Won't come out. So without any further ado, Charlie, let me get you out of here, and I will show them where we're going to go. So you go to your homework assignment, okay? That's the road to concord.com. I got a special post up there. It says special must see Tucker Carlson piece on the quote unquote illegal alien invasion of the United States of America. And it's, I just got a little note on there for you. It says, seriously, this is a must watch and it is, oh boy, is this a must watch. It's one hour and 12 minutes long. This was sent to me by a friend of mine in Texas. He's a former assistant state attorney general. I met him about eight, nine years ago. And he was already conspiratorially minded. And I helped him with a few pieces. And he runs with this just just on his own now, just fine. And he he doesn't send me garbage. Sent me this video. I said, you got to watch this. And I said, great because I looked at the, how long it is. And I said, really? I said, I'm kind of busy. And he goes, oh, no, you need to watch this. This confirms everything we've been talking about for the last eight, nine, ten years. So I watched it. Oh, he was right. So this interview is with a gentleman named Brett Weinstein. I want you to meet Mr. Brett Weinstein. I'm going to read his bio. This is his page. This is his official. Look, see. Brett Weinstein up here, Dr. Brett Weinstein up in the left-hand corner. Audacity, tenacity, veracity. All you got to do is Google him. You'll find it. Second second thing in Google. It says, uh, Dr. Brett Weinstein has spent two decades advancing the field of evolutionary biology, earning his PhD at the University of Michigan before teaching at the Evergreen State College for 14 years, from which he resigned his tenured position in 2017. He has developed a new Darwinian framework based on his design trade-offs and made important discoveries regarding the evolution of cancer. I don't know what this is, senescence, and uh, adaptive significance of moral self-sacrifice. Okay. This is Darwinian, fine, whatever. That tells us he's going to think like a quote-unquote scientist. Adaptive significance of moral self-sacrifice. Okay, read this second part. And Charlie, this is where I went, ding, 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 ding. It says, he is currently working to uncover the evolutionary meaning of a large-scale patterns in human history and seeking a game, theoretically stable path forward for humanity with his wife, Heather Haying. He co-wrote a hunter-gatherer's guide to the 21st century and is the host of the Dark Horse podcast. Now, why does this set off fireflies and alarm bells in Joe's head. I understand that background. I've seen it before. This man 
is one of two things, possibly both. He, if he is not, he has all the qualifications for an analyst. Does he not, Charlie? Oh, yeah. Okay. And by analyst, I mean intelligence. Spook. Right. He's also in the fields that make him a possible they. Yeah. One of the ones doing all of this stuff. So why would he be telling Tucker what they're doing? Because that's how they work. On purpose. So my little spidey senses are going all off already before we go to this video. I, I didn't look into his bio until just this morning. But there were things going off in the video to begin with before I even. So this video, we're going to have to watch the video. In the video, he's going to discuss the migrant, the movement of migrants from South America up into the United States in great detail. He's going to tell you how it's working. And he's going to tell you there seems to be at least two different patterns here. The first one is what we're being told are people just political asylum seekers or whatever. They're not political asylum seekers. They're economic migrants. Legally, they're not qualified to be in the United States. The law doesn't allow for them. They're just looking for more money, better place to live. They're not coming to be a, they're not coming here to be Americans. They're coming here because they're looking for a better economy, more money. They want to be able to eat and afford things. That's according to Weinstein or Weinstein. This is being used to mask in a deliberate, what he doesn't call it this. He is very careful with his language, extremely careful, lawyer like careful. And that's okay. I, I admired that. I, I, I accept it. I'm not going to be as careful because either I'm an idiot and don't know enough to keep my mouth closed or possibly I have more pieces to the puzzle than he does. I don't know. After reading his bio, I'm no longer prepared to say the man doesn't know what I know. I'm thinking he might. But he's going to go over how there seems to be a deliberate secondary invasion of this country of Chinese nationals who are not coming for economic reasons. And they're using the influx of illegal aliens to hide their movement into this country. And he goes over how they are not coming through the same pipeline, the same channel, the same path. They're coming entirely by a different means and they're bypassing the hardest part of this migratory journey. He's going to talk to you about that. He's going to talk to you about a place called the Darien Gap. I'll get to that in a minute. He's going to talk to you about the Belt and Road system or initiative. It's a Chinese program. And then he's going to talk to you at the very end of the show about something that just Holy crap, it's everything that Charlie and I have tried to explain to you about the jabs being a binary bioweapon. We were right. Now I think I know how it works. This is absolutely terrifying. And it makes perfect sense. So 
If I take this video on face value, this man is sending out alarm bells to whoever will listen. And he's doing it in a way that's meant to couch. He's trying to stay alive. If this is on face value, this man's trying to stay alive. He's trying not to commit suicide. Y'all know what I'm saying. So let me show you a few things here. First things first, Wikipedia. I've got all these links in your homework. This is the Darien Gap. This is a section. Let me put this up for you. Wikipedia, Darien Gap. It's a section, uh, you know, the land bridge that connects South America to um, North America and Central America and all that. The Darien Gap. It's a desperate journey to America. This picture here, that's, that's a picture of the Darien Gap in the background. That's what the place looks like. It's 66 mile wide. Right there. That dark green area is called the Darien Gap. Okay. From Colombia to Panama, that little area right there in the map, this picture here shows you where it's all at. There are no roads there. Not really. There's no highway that connects Colombia to Panama. It was never built. There's a reason it was never built. This is what this place looks like. That's the Darien Gap, folks. And we're, we're dealing with people who are not equipped to get through this. Folks, um, as somebody who's trekked that type of terrain right there in the military, for people who are in good shape, well-equipped, and supported by the logistics of the United States military, that is a mother hummer of an area to cross on foot. And this is what most of these migrants coming from Colombia and down south, South America, this is what they're traveling. They're coming through here. And when you listen to this man, he's been there. Mr. Weinstein's been there. He says this this trail that they're traveling now, it's clay, uh, wet, slimy clay mountains and hills that they have to climb and gorges and rivers that they have to. Some places there are rope bridges to cross, but for the most place, sometimes they have to swim these rivers. And these rivers are not, <laughs> this is not your backyard pool. You're swimming in somebody else's dinner plate. And he tells you that he's interviewed some people who have traveled it. They're going through here with kids and stuff. And they're being preyed on by, you know, pirates and bandits and people are dying. And the people who cross this path tell you this, the, the path is littered with dead bodies. People who didn't make it. This takes days, weeks to traverse. This is not easy. And these folks somehow or another are making it. Okay whatever how are they so clean and shoes still brand new you tell me but you look into this you watch the video they show you pictures the man has been there and i believe this i believe this this is not new it's not new one of the links i gave you um uh, right there one of the links i've given you in your show notes it's uh piece from the gateway pundit it says news nation internal documents obtained by uh, cbp sources uh prove that dhs department of homeland security aware that illegals are coming to the u.s through the darien gap and they're not asylum seekers so you can read the story it's it's in your show notes it's for you to watch and you know read and consume on your own time if you're interested but this darien gap thing this ain't a joke. 
I, I looked into it. This is known. There are no major highways. You're going through jungle. Jungle. I've traversed jungle before. Have y'all ever read or seen any of the shows about um, what the United States military had to go through in Vietnam? And how sometimes it would take days to go a couple hundred yards? That's what they're dealing with to get here. And a lot of them are not making it. Then he's going to go into something else. Because he's going to talk to you about the Chinese camp that at least one of them that was set up. And it is entirely different story. They're coming over on boat and they're skipping the Darien Gap. And they're going into this camp and then they're being bussed all the way up through Honduras and Panama and all these other countries into Mexico. And he will go over how these borders in Central America are very tightly controlled, but they're letting these quote-unquote migrants through under the uh, agreement that you travel all the way to the United States and go into the U.S. And he's going to tell you that this is evidence of coordination at a governmental level across multiple nations. And he's also going to tell you that this is being funded primarily by the UN. Who is the primary funder of the UN? The United States of America. We also have a lot of what he mentions this a couple of times, but most people don't catch it. He mentions NGOs, non-government organizations. Think fascism. That is a government organization, government funded or government coordinated done in a way that gives the government plausible deniability. An NGO is to the government as a kite is to the CIA. Do any of you know what a kite is? It's an operative that has no affiliation to you or to your government so that they go do your work, but if they get caught, you cut the string and they're in the wind. Nobody's going to come save them. They're on their own. Usually means that you're dead. Well, that's what an NGO is. If they get caught doing something illegal, the government just says, well, we're not associated with them. Rush Limbaugh, when he was still alive, was telling us how the State Department under Hillary Clinton operating in the Middle East was the one of the largest civilian military contractors. They had a an NGO over there, Blackwater or whatever the heck it was. And it was a civilian military contracted to the State Department. That was an NGO non-governmental organization. These things are not non-government. That's a farce. So I know, I know it's done in a way so that good and civil proper people can say, Mr. Bakanovic, you're full of crap. Look, they're, they're just a private corporation. Plausible deniability. There you go. That's why it's been set up that way, but it's definitely got a public private partnership. Read that fascism. So Mr. Weinstein is going to tell you how that's working down there. And he's going to detail exactly how this is going. Then he's going to get into that Chinese camp. And he's going to mention something that has been mentioned on this show before. Does anybody remember the Belt and Road Initiative? Hmm? This is a Chinese program. It's primarily economic, but it's also political. This is just a Belt and Road Initiative lays out... Um, I'll get you another picture in a minute, but there's 131 countries have signed to this agreement. 
It's between one and $8 trillion investment here. Five major priorities. Policy coordination. Whenever somebody tells you that, well, this new world order crap, that's just, there's no they. Policy coordination is the unification of governmental policy across these 131 countries. That's they right out in front of you. That's how this works. Policy coordination is going to be at the dictation of the person spending this one to eight trillion dollars. Who's that? Xi. This is China. So, in other words, you're going to become a puppet of the Chinese. Essentially, what we're really being told here. Then they want infrastructure connectivity. That's to make it easier for Chinese systems to operate across your different countries, but it's also the economic hook. How does the state get your local county to do things by giving you money? Now that you've taken the money and your budget depends on it, you're going to do what the state tells you. How does the federal government get the states to do what they want? Same way, giving them money. Well, when the Chinese come in, they start spending all this money in your local community and these people have jobs and graft and everything else. If for some reason you don't want to align your policy, they'll threaten to take the money out which means that all of the workers are not going to vote for you and the graft and the, and the you know, the, the crime organization that's going to be involved in all of this, they're going to threaten you as well. So you will coordinate your policy with the Chinese now. They've bought your, your cooperation. And then they want unimpeded trade. In other words, you are going to become the colony. It's not called a colony anymore, but China's economy needs someplace to trade. They need to sell its goods especially if you've been paying attention to what's going on in China right now. They're overproducing. They got nowhere to sell this crap. And it is. A lot of it's garbage, but you need somewhere to sell it. So here you go. You need markets. This is just modern-day colonialism, modern-day colonies. Then they want financial integration. Why would you want financial integration? Because you need to break yourself from the U.S. dollar. That's This is what BRICS is all about. And then finally, connecting people. That's just happy, happy, joy, joy type of thing. The, the, the Chinese don't want to do that. They want to, to turn you into their world. This is part of the map. That red is the belt. This is the old um, silk trade belt from ancient times. Um, this is why Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Because you see that part there like Istanbul. Well, when the when the Muslims shut this belt down, and they did, then there was no way to trade with China and get your spices and your silk and all that stuff that the that the uh, Europeans wanted from the Orient. So he was looking for a new way to the East Indies. You know, the East Indies is South Southeast Asia, um, South, uh, Southwest Pacific, Southeast Asia, all that other stuff. Because he couldn't get it overland anymore because the Muslims were killing everybody and were stealing everything. So that's why he found America. Now, this blue, this is what they call the road. This is the maritime trade belt. It's what the Chinese call it. And this is their belt and trade or road and belt and road or whatever initiative. Now, what's that got to do with anything dealing with the invasion of America? Well, Mr. Weinstein is positing that they've extended this uh, belt and road initiative into the South Americas and the Central Americas and possibly even into the United States. We know it's in Canada. In other words, it worked so well in Europe. Let's try it in the Americas. And they're doing just that. 
they're taking over. So he's going to talk to you about that as well. And then he's going to talk to you. And by the way, um, the Chinese invasion of this country from Gateway Pundit, open border allows Chinese special operators to infiltrate America. Spies, small military units, et cetera, et cetera. That's been known. Then you're going to have the thing about the Darien Gap. And then we're going to get to this story in a minute. But before, Mr. Weinstein ties COVID into the Chinese migration, <laughs> Chinese invasion of this country. <sighs> this is the part that got my attention. This is the part that scared the bejeebers out of me. Let me get you right there. He's going to talk about something called IgG4. Man, I wish T-Rex was listening today. Baby. And he's going to talk about it. When you look into it, and I just, I was just made aware of this last night and this morning. When you start looking into this stuff, it seems innocuous. Well, yeah, no big deal. It can be treated, et cetera, et cetera. Not so simple, folks. This IgG4 stuff, it's, it's, a, it's a system of diseases. It's a series of diseases. I could not find, this is the best meme I could find to try and show. And this doesn't make a whole lot of sense to people unless you have a decent medical background, unless you've got some time to sit and work your way through this. So let me give it to you in a nutshell. And then we're going to probably drag Charlie into this for a minute. This is the part that gets scary. Essentially, what he's telling us is that, and he says, especially if you've had more than three of the jabs, the mRNA jabs, it's producing something called the IgG4 immunoglobulin. What this does, in a nutshell, is it creates autoimmune diseases, but it also makes your body ignore certain things. In this case, now he allows that this could be an accident. Just because nobody tested this technology, nobody knew, and this could just be an accident. I don't think so. But he says what it does is it can get your body to ignore the SARS-CoV-2 virus. Meaning that you don't have a resistance to it. Now, if you want to know, Dr. Malone and some of these other doctors have been warning us that the jabs are destroying your immune system. Well, these IgG4s are also connected with all sorts of diseases, including a lot of heart problems and cancers. Have I not brought you the stories about how it has been noticed that the cancers, cancer rates are exploding and some of them are weird cancers? Well, whatever this spike protein gets attached to, your IgG4 tells your immune system don't pay attention to. So Weinstein, toward the end of the show, is going to explain to you that if you're going to use a bioweapon, what you want it to do is somehow or another differentiate between two groups of people. This way, you can use the bioweapon against the group of people, the target people you want to affect, and it'll affect them, but it won't affect your people. It makes your team immune to this. So if you've been triple jabbed, you've been set up. I'm going to throw Charlie in here now because he has some expertise in this as well, more than I do. My background is in more in the 
putting the pieces together than explaining the mechanisms. But what Weinstein is very deftly telling us is that we are dealing with a binary bioweapon, isn't he, Charlie? In fact, it may be more than binary. Are you saying it's worse than that, Jim? Uh, yeah. Because, see, what, when, when I watched this portion of the video this morning, um, it took me back to 40 years ago. We're talking 40 That's a long time. And I was teaching nuclear, biological, chemical defense in the military. And one of the things that we taught our, our uh, you know, students was about biological warfare. And one of the things that we taught them back then, and I've mentioned this on the show before, was recombinant DNA, which back then the technology was such that, you know, if you can manipulate uh, a bioweapon to focus only on a certain uh, populace genetically, then, you know, you could be, you know, protected, your troops could be protected from it, but, you know, your enemies, you can target their DNA and it would be, you know, lethal to them. This technology has advanced <laughs> and that's what this guy's talking about. And, you know, we're, we're talking about mRNA which has never been used before. This is an experimental technology. And they say that it doesn't affect DNA. Well, that's not what this if, guy said. If, this if, guy's a biologist. If I go back to my high school biology, you will remember that what makes DNA? RNA. RNA. So if you are, oh, okay, I gotta be kind. Um, Tie the two together. I'll just put it that way. If you're inserting RNA into a human cell that contains DNA, what do you think the chances are? I guess, I guess you could say Occam's razor. Oh, but it's worse than the that, chances Jim. chances are that it could It's mRNA. It's messenger RNA, which specific purpose is to tell the DNA what to do. <sighs> okay, yes. And he, Weinstein calls this a hardware update. Or a software a firm, update. Firmware, firmware, firmware update. update. Yes, yes that's, that's what he calls he referred it. referred it to. Firmware update. And if you know anything about computers and stuff, yeah, that that's that's at the very base, base part of all your programming is your firmware. So when he uses that analogy, you need to pay attention. Because especially when you know his background. Yes. Because he's this, telling you something. So, and, you know, this is anecdotal evidence, but... Mm -hmm. In my own family, I have family members that have been triple, whatever, quadruple jabbed and stuff. They have had COVID probably seven, eight times. And that's exactly what's to be expected if this man's correct. So in this if video. this man's, what he's saying is correct, I'm seeing it in the wild. Yes. I mean, I have other family members that have had at least two jabs and, and they've had COVID. You know, I've had it twice, you know, and I'm not jabbed. but. You know, the people that I know that have been jabbed have had it many more times than I have. So now if you're susceptible to it, now what happens if I release another SARS-CoV-2 that's been modified it's to been be modified. more, remember, 100% deadly? Uh, right, right. Now what happens? <laughs> you're in trouble. You're dead. Yes. Because, the, the, again, and, and this guy was very, very, very he, he was razor focused with his language. And he kept saying what they called a vaccine or whatever. He, he would not 
call it a vaccine because he knows very well that this was not a vaccine. Oh, he says that, but he doesn't use that language. Yes. And so, you know, you got to be careful here because the COVID was not a vaccine. At the very most positive way, it was a therapeutic and not a very good one at that. Oh, new story out. They now say that uh, the the, the, the uh, attorney general in Texas is saying and the jabs were only 10% efficacy rate, meaning placebo range. I, I believe that. Which means, and unless, Pfizer knew it beforehand. Unless you got the one that, well, we could go there, but that's yeah, another unless story. Unless you got the one that killed you. <laughs> we are on Facebook for the moment. <laughs> but yeah, this, when, when I saw this, I had all sorts of fireflies lighting up in this. Watch the video and be very close, pay, pay close attention to how the man talks. Yes. The whole way through, but especially at the very end. And for those of you who think this is all cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs stuff, let me show you something. This is a IG4 related disease emerging after COVID-19 <laughs> mRNA vaccine. Uh, Charlie, where's that from? Uh, the National Library of Medicine. Also connected to the NIH. Well, yeah. But that's just one story, right? Uh, what's this one? Uh, IG4 antibodies induced by repeated vaccination may oh generate gosh. immune tolerance to the SARS-CoV-2 spike protein. Where's this from, Charlie? They're not even hiding it. No, they're not. But they're not, they're not hiding this because unless you have a degree in, in biological immunology, you won't understand what this means. No, oh, well, 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 wait a either. minute, Charlie, you don't have a degree in biological immunology. No, I don't. And neither do I, but you and I both understand there's another well, group of people that, that will know exactly what this means. Well, that's true. You, you, you have to have, you, you have to be able to put the fireflies together. And they're depending on a lot of this group of people still being under confidentiality and security yeah, well, clearance, that, that, you know, handcuffs yeah. yeah. so that. Maybe if two of these idiots ever ended up on an internet show together, it, neither of them could openly tell you exactly what they're thinking. <laughs> yeah. Y'all understand? Yeah, this is scary stuff. No, this is this is beyond this this is beyond apocalyptic. And then if you get somebody who may or may not actually be part of the program, but ostensibly seems to be rogue telling us what's going on, we call him a traitor and we don't want to let him back into the country. <laughs> this is from Gateway Pundit. EU globalists call for travel ban against Tucker Carlson for daring to interview Putin. Why would we not want anybody to talk to Putin, Charlie? <laughs> Let me let me ask you, Charlie. Pop quiz time for Charlie because he's okay, been with us see. all 358 oh, shows. Okay, pop quiz time. The, oh, jeez. Um, it was the Chinese Wuhan lab, right? That this is supposed to have come from. Who was, was running that lab? The Chinese or somebody else? Uh, somebody else. Who? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the WHO. But also the NIH. <laughs> yes. And, and, and who Fauci. So the United States has a hand in this, yes? Yes. And where was that lab before? 
the Ukraine. In, that was going to oh, be your next question. Yeah, the Ukraine. Yes. <laughs> and where and, is this and, and war with where, Russia right where, now? And where is this going? And, and why do, do they not want him talking to Putin? And why did they invade the, the Crimea, the eastern part of the Ukraine, in 2014? Remember what Putin said? Because the United States was collecting the DNA of Russians using it in bio labs in the Crimea. And then when Oopsie. we pulled it, yeah, now he's in the Ukraine. Folks, nobody wants to find, wants you to find out that it is very likely that what Russia is doing is the exact same thing we'd be doing if Russia was in Mexico collecting our DNA to make a weapon to kill Americans. It's thin, right? It's anorexic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's nothing to see here. Does anybody remember the show we did on velocity vectors? Well, these velocity vectors are all lined up in the same direction, and they are pushing very hard in that direction. Occam's razor, like Charlie said a little while ago, in this case, when we pull Occam's razor out, it's a double-edged razor. Yeah. And it only cuts in one direction right now. We're being attacked from within. The United States government has a hand in this. Where? I don't know. Now, when you watch this show with Tucker, Weinstein says this, too. You got to see that part at the very end. of. He says, you got to be careful about this. But he goes, the question now is who? Who's involved? Now, I don't know what Weinstein actually does, but there's another thing. He, he He's going to talk to you, and you didn't get to see this part yet, Charlie. But he's going to talk to you in that program about a biological imperative that says, if you end up with too many men, in your society, you should start wanting to breed females. So the natural equivalent should have been that the population should have balanced in China, even with the one-child program. Now, this is where his blindness might come in, Charlie, because, you know, with what he does for a career, this is what he's looking for. So he say, well, maybe there's another natural mechanism that you have when you know you're about to go to war, you have an overpopulation of men. So he's thinking that we're about to go to war with China and China's about to go to war with the world. So this is a natural thing that has more men. Well, the reason you have more males in China is cultural, not biological. It's cultural. If you understand their culture, the male child is the one who takes care of mom and dad when he gets older. So you don't a, want a female. That was a big thing during the one child. Policy. Yes. There was a big hoopla over that because many times they would actually execute a female. Daughter. Yes in order to have a son as their one child. Right. So because this guy has a hammer, he's only seeing nails. He should be looking for screws or staples or something else. There's, there's, there's more going on here. However, he does hit on something about the war. Okay. You're going to have a, there's a book. I'm going to bump you out of here for a minute, Charlie. There's sure. a, there's a book that I have and it's the hundred year marathon. And if you're watching your chalkboard, look here, my, my little handy right here. Mm -hmm. Mr. Weinstein doesn't reference this. It's in your show notes. But this is about the Chinese think long term. Even before communism, they think long term in terms of generational plans. This is about the plan to get rid of the United States and make China the world's dominant superpower. But if you scroll down here, and you click on this picture, and you bring this up, what you run into is China and the United States may be heading for a war, and neither wants. And the reason is the Thuclidides or whatever, 
trap. In other words, when a rising power threatens to displace a ruling one, violence is the likeliest result. Over the past 500 years, these conditions have occurred 16 times and war broke out in 12 of them. Now, okay, that's about one superpower wanting to dominate another superpower. I got it. But that coincides with Weinstein's looking at biologic because you know he's looking for a darwinian biology to explain all of this none of this actually quite works quite fits unless and of course i throw in charlie what happens if i throw in a mm, i don't know spiritual factor into this <laughs> equation yeah then it all lights up and it's then it all day. falls into place yeah now does it fall into place according to mormon theology in mormon uh, prophecy no. Uh, how about Hindu? Oh, wait a minute. Hindu doesn't even have any. They how about really Buddhist? They don't have no, one either. No. What about Muslim? It, it does, but it's kind of reverse. It's, it's, yeah, it's reversed, from what we're actually yeah. seeing. What about if I put the biblical prophecy over top of this? Oh, clear as day. Snap. Not because we want it to fit. Because it does. One of the reasons I came to be a very strong believer in the scriptures is because logic told me it's exactly what it claims to be. Logic was a strong dictator. So my logical Ayn Rand brain quickly become a logical Christian brain. And I had to let go of that agnostic side of myself. Now, another story for you. This one was sent to me by one of your classmates. And this one's kind of a little scary, too. It's from Breitbart. It says, FBI finds Chinese state hacker malware on hundreds of U.S. infrastructure-related routers. Charlie, is there a problem with malware on a router? No, no, no. It's, it's no problem at all. And what if the malware is designed to interdict or disrupt communications in a time of international you know, strife and conflict. Uh, that, that wouldn't be a problem at all. Yeah, I thought that this was already something that we identified years ago when we were supposed to get all of that out of the United States system, weren't we? You remember those stories? Oh, there was a lot of talk about it, but nothing Why was done. Why is it still there? Nothing was done. This is from 20, 2022, I think. FBI Director Ray says the scale of Chinese spying in the U.S. is uh, blew him away. The FBI, and, and this is two years ago, opens a new China-related counterintelligence investigation every 12 hours on average, and at that time had over 2,000 open cases. That that's that's not a problem, is it, Charlie? No, and that's <sighs> how much can I say? Um, <laughs> let's that's just what's known? say. Let's just say that. This is a wild underestimation of the Chinese cyber intelligence. Oh, yeah, but that's because this is only dealing with U.S. Defense Department related things. This is not the FBI is not getting into um, Chinese spying on industry, even Defense Department. This is wildly yeah, I underestimated. So and then, you know what I couldn't find? Try as I might. I wasn't able to find anything about the effect of the Chinese money in the United States government and what it's done, you know, the pay for play in our own government. I wasn't able to find, I couldn't find a book. 
I couldn't find an article anywhere on that. Well, you know why? Because it's not happening. No, right, right. It's not happening because, you know, Biden is in charge and and he's, you know. Well, he was still doing it when Trump was president so. and nobody was going after him then when it was a Trump DOJ. Yeah, but they. We're so screwed. Yeah, that they're not going to tell you that. We're so screwed. Because the people that are involved in that are part of the. It's kind of like, you know, we talk about two wings of the same bird. Yeah, the uniparty. Yeah, this is the same thing. On another note, it's not like the Republicans are helping to keep the border open so all of this can continue. We're glad that they're actually writing laws with the Democrats that are going to shut all this down and stop giving money to overseas people and start using it on the border and for veterans, right? Um, where'd you hear that? What? Oh. Well, this is Oppositeville, right? Oh, oh okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the Republicans yeah, right, are actually right, helping right, the Democrats right. yeah, write yeah, the laws yeah, to yeah, keep yeah, the border yeah, open and yeah, send yeah, billions right. and billions to the Ukraine and right, other people right, yeah, and yeah, no the, money for the border and yeah, no money for the Yeah, the Republicans are trying to shut all that down, right? Yeah, right. Oppositeville. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Holt, <laughs> did you see this one? Mr. Holt says, I'll be surprised if we don't have technical difficulties tonight when Tucker Carlson interviews Putin in Moscow. Mr. Holt, you're a conspiracy theorist. You're so Alex Jones. It could be worse than that, but I I have fireflies going off in my head, but I don't want to say those because that would definitely get us banned on Facebook. All right. We're going to take a break early today. I'm going to give you six minutes today. I got to go cool off because... Y'all have no idea how absolutely ready to nuke somebody I am right now because there are things I want to say that I can't. It, it, even today, they'll come get me and they'll you know be coming to take me away. Yes. <laughs> We're not ready to be suicided yet. Yeah, I'm not ready to commit suicide yet. BB still wants me around a little while longer. Why, I don't know because, but anyway. So we're going to take a break. And when we cut, and this is, I've shot my bolt for today. This is, this is not what I intended today's show to be, but this is what we ended up doing. So when we come back, let's see where we go. Um, folks, just one last thing before the break. Charlie, is there any way for you and I to overstress the potential alarm and threat that that Weinstein brings up in the last 10 minutes of that video? DEFCON 4. Yes. DEFCON 4. If you don't understand what that means, you got something to Google in the next six minutes. If you were in the military and they yelled DEFCON 4, you know what that means, Jack. All right, see you in six.
<laughs> yeah, he's got it. He's, he understands. Folks, I I don't know where Charlie, where do we go from here? Um, I, I don't I don't I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I folks, no, seriously. I have no I at least for today, I don't know what to do for the rest of today. Well, I, I was having some conversations with John earlier in, in the chat and he was talking about, you know, being prepared and everything like that. And I was telling him basically, you ain't preparing for this one. No. Um, you know, no. but but in the end we 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 had a point that we vehemently agreed to is that you know, the people uh leaving Egypt weren't prepared either, but Yahweh still provided for them. So Amen to that, that. that's about where we got to be with this situation is you know, you, you were talking earlier, you know, you, you said, you know, how would, how do we fight this? And then we said, you can't fight the beast. We ain't going to be able to fight this. This is Yahweh's battle. And we were, we were talking about, you know, Gog and Magog and that, that in many ways, this might end up being a spiritual battle that, you know, uh, we're not fighting that fight. That's, that's Yahweh's fight. Yeah. You know, there may be, you know, uh, earth shadows of this, you know, that, that go on. But, uh, that, that I think is, is the perspective we need to be taking here. The reason I look at this spiritually is very simple. This guy Weinstein, he's a evolutionary biologist. So what he's looking at, he's looking at it from his the perspective of his training. If you're a ideology type of person, like Ayn Rand, you look at it as, you know, intellectually, if you're political, you look at it left first, right. Um, if you're a, a business minded, you look at it as economic warfare, whatever tool you have, that's how you're seeing the problem. I don't know why I look at it differently, but I look at it from a macro higher eleva elevation and I'm like, in taken individually, it looks like a mess, but I see obvious signs of intergenerational international cross-cultural coordination in all of this that's not indicative of human behavior no so where's the coordination coming from and, and i mean if i pull out old occam how do you coordinate is it aliens coordinating us uh-huh well yeah but are they actually aliens well it depends on your definition of the word alien yeah Going to do a rerun. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. <laughs> so if you don't understand the reference to that, you're too young. <laughs> um, yeah, well, of course, you're reading the portent and the facade right now. So, yeah, you're you're already tracking with me on this one because that's a very plausible oh, theory wow. he's got going yeah. on there, Jack, yeah. especially if you throw in a little Return of the Gods. Uh, Okay, it, somebody on the board, because Charlie can't do it. He's a fanboy now. Somebody talk me out of crazy town here. Why should I look at all of what we're seeing in the world differently than through a scriptural worldview? Show me another consistent, coherent, sound, valid, rational argument that explains what we're seeing. Explain the apparent coordination across time, nations, and cultures languages and ideologies that all pushes toward this consolidation of a one world government where we eradicate the population of the world. 
Nobody. Bueller. Bueller. Nobody. So are all of y'all out there listening to us? Are y'all fanboys and fangirls too? So we are now a cult of donated whack jobs, right? Where's Aaron? <laughs> he said he couldn't make it today. So he, he, he has an excuse. He got to, he got to get out of class note. I, I don't, I'm serious folks. I am fit to be tied right now. I don't know what else to do. I've seen this coming for a, a decade, well over a decade, decade and a half. And everybody I tried to tried to tell folks this was going to happen. I, you call me crazy. I don't care. I know better. There's a fanboy. Sorry. Yeah, there's a fanboy. There's no other explanation. I can't find it. I it, Look, I could be self-delusional. I could think I understand logic when I don't. I could think I'm pretty good at reading massive amounts of very widely distributed things over many different subjects and where I don't. And I could think I'm pretty good at putting the puzzle pieces together where I'm not. I could have fooled myself big time. But if I haven't, I have not encountered a living person better at making sense of things like this than myself. Yeah, I know. I know how it sounds, but it's also water's wet and fire's hot. I can't give you another explanation, folks. I can't find one. I've looked. Charlie? I don't know. I'll be better tomorrow, but I, I'm, I'm, I can't stress to you how, how upset I am about this. What we're going to do today is we're just going to sign out of here today. Go take the rest of the hour that you would normally have with us and go watch that video. Yeah. Go watch the video. I only watched like 10 minutes of it. And I got to go back and watch the rest of it because, oh, my gosh. The link is in your comment sections. Go watch the video. We'll talk about it tomorrow. But we're just going to sign out of here. We love you. We do. But I don't trust myself to keep talking. I, I If I keep going... We're going to get banned, even probably from Rumble, or they're going to come take me away because I'm going to slip up and say something I'm not supposed to say that they'll finally have me. Because I know things that I'm... I'm not cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. That's all I'm going to tell you. Yeah, you're not cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. You might, you might be a jerk, but you're not... Oh, I'm a jerk, not but cuckoo. I'm not crazy. Y'all... We're going to get out of here. Tomorrow's going to be Founding Fathers, and we're going to connect and get back on track. But y'all, go watch the video and pay close attention to what Weinstein is saying and how he's saying it. He's trying to get you to read between the lines. I don't know if he's a good guy or a bad guy. I don't know that. doesn't matter. Even the bad guys will tell you the truth sometimes. He's trying to get you to connect dots. He's talking to intelligent thinkers who have some background knowledge of what's going on in the world okay 
he was that interview is meant to talk to the movers and shakers of the world. It's not meant to talk to Joe Sixpack. I mean, it does. Don't get me wrong, but that's not who Weinstein. You can tell by his language, he's talking to the people who are going to watch Tucker. He's talking to the higher ups. He's trying to warn people. Go watch that. That's that. That's it. Go watch that. That's the rest of the day. You got the link. It's in the Rumble. It's in your show notes. It's on RoadToConcord.com. The blog page. Go watch it. We'll talk tomorrow morning. See y'all then.